This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 213 of This is the G Podcast. Yes, yes. I'm Tommy B, and each week we do news, politics, pop culture, that piping hot tea from the one and only Tanya B. Political analyst Harold Michael Harvey joins us this week to add commentary to the DA Fonnie Willis hearing with all the fireworks. Woo, what a hearing, what a hearing in Fulton County. And also the over $350 million Trump judgment in New York. We'll talk about it. Bye and Tlaib are here, the Newsmaker crew. They are in the building. First, let's get into news with Syracuse Mike. for the Week in News with Syracuse Mike. There will be increased security at Joel Osteen's church and other churches in the Houston area after a shooting Sunday left a child and a man wounded. Osteen spoke to the media. We're going to stay strong. We're going to continue to, to move forward. And There are forces of evil, but the, the forces that are for us, the forces of God are stronger than that. So we're going to keep going strong and just... Uh, you know, doing what God's called us to do, lift people up and give hope to the world. The female suspect was shot and killed by police. One person is dead, and as many as 22 people were shot Wednesday afternoon, right after the Kansas City Chiefs parade for their Super Bowl win. A Kansas City radio station has identified the person killed as one of their DJs, Lisa Lopez Galvan. The shooting in the city's Union Station. As many as 11 children were among those hurt. All are expected to survive. Kansas City Police Chief Stacy Graves. Officers responded to the area, took two people into custody, and also immediately rendered life-sustaining aid to those victims. We now know that three armed people were taken into custody. The FBI and ATF are investigating. Mayor Quentin Lucas. We never would have thought that we, along with Chiefs players, along with fans, hundreds of thousands of people, would be forced to run for our safety. No one from the Chiefs organization was hurt. Police are blaming the shooting on a few bad actors, and no terrorism is suspected. It was a tense hearing in Atlanta to determine if Fulton County DA Fonnie Willis should be removed from the election interference case against former President Trump and several others. This is the truth, Judge. It, 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 it is a lie. It is, it is a lie. Mr. Sena, thank you. We're going to take five minutes. This hearing concerns Willis's relationship with Nathan Wade, one of the prosecutors in the case. Trump's co-defendant, Michael Roman, alleges that a secret personal relationship between the Fulton DA and Wade amounted to a conflict of interest and warranted their disqualification. Roman's lawyer maintains that Willis benefited financially from the relationship. When she and Wade took personal trips together, she said... She tells me how much it is. And I give him the money back. Willis said the relationship ended before the grand jury handed up the indictment against Trump and his co-defendants. A New York judge who found them guilty of intentionally committing financial fraud over the course of a decade has ordered Donald Trump and his company to pay over $350 million in damages. The judge barred the former president and two other executives from serving as officers or directors of any corporation or entity in New York for three years. His sons Eric and Donald Jr. were banned for two years. This is the case brought by New York Attorney General Letitia James. Donald Trump engaged in deceptive business practices and tremendous fraud. Donald Trump falsely, knowingly, inflated his net worth by billions of dollars. Donald Trump says he will appeal. We'll be successful, I think, because frankly, if we're not successful, New York State is gone. People are moving out of New York State. And because of this, they're going to move out at a much faster rate. 
Fulton County DA Fonnie Willis did not testify as planned Friday. It would have been her second day on the stand. A defiant Willis took the stand Thursday in a hearing to determine if she should be removed from the election interference case against former President Trump and several allies. Earlier, she made her feelings about the defense raising the issue quite clear. You're confused. You think I'm on trial. These people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020. I'm not on trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. This hearing concerns Willis's relationship with Nathan Wade, one of the prosecutors in the case. Trump's co-defendant, Michael Roman, alleges that a secret personal relationship relationship between the Fulton DA and Wade amounted to a conflict of interest and warranted their disqualification. Roman's lawyer maintains that Willis benefited financially from the relationship. When she and Wade took personal trips together, she said, She tells me how much it is and I give him the money back. Willis said the relationship ended before the grand jury handed up the indictment against Trump and his co-defendants. A ruling from the judge to decide if Willis can continue to lead her election interference case could take a few days or possibly a few weeks. Man, thanks, Mike, for the headlines. Another crazy, busy week. And just appreciate you staying on top of it, man. The Newsmaker crew is here. And I'm just going to go around the roundtable. They'll introduce themselves when they talk. But uh, what's up? Uh, Harold Michael Harvey, of course. Uh, HaroldMichaelHarvey.com. Tlaib Shabazz is in the building, of course. And and by they're all here, y'all. Let me go ahead and just give them the general applause. There we go. Big week this week. And, and I just want to start. And I want to start with Harold Michael Harvey. Mr. Harvey, thank you so much for coming in. Yes, sir. Um, it was uh, courtroom drama this week um, on, on several fronts. Uh, the first one is Fonnie Willis. And it was big news, big news. Not only, you know, we're near Fulton County, you're in Fulton County. uh, And um, it was big news, big news here, big news across the country, big news across the world. Uh, How do you think she fared? How do you think Fonnie Willis fared in all this? Uh, I think she's going to come out smelling like a rose. Uh, You know, going into it, it it seems seems as if this is a very tawdry affair. But, you know, two things about this this motion that was filed by uh, criminal defendant Roman uh, in in the um, uh, racketeering trial that he's associated with Donald Trump. And that is, number one, uh, the motion is filed based upon rumors and innuendos, no evidence. And, you know, so the first thing that strikes me is, is that the legal system has come to the point where everybody else is in this age of social media where um, rumors and innuendos and unverified uh, facts can end up in a court of law and someone has to come in and stand uh, uh, and prove uh, that those things are not true. And the second thing is, I, I don't see how the court really, based upon rumors and innuendos, uh, decided to go forward with a hearing in the matter. But he did, and there we are. And uh, it was a very explosive um, hearing on Thursday when Fonnie Willis, who had filed a motion to squash the hearing, that means that um, the subpoena that was issued to her to come in and testify at this hearing, she wanted the court to say she did did not have to do that. Well, um, after um, several witnesses had testified uh, and, and as the defense attorneys was arguing that Miss Fannie Willis ought to come in here and tell us whether or not she uh, had an improper relationship or improper use of um, 
of uh, taxpayers' funds, uh, Fonnie Willis stormed into the court and said, I'm ready to go. And she took the stand. She's very defined and very right off the bat. She told uh, Becky, uh, attorney, um, whatever her name is, I call her Becky. Becky's good. Yeah. She told (laughs) Becky that she held up the pleadings and said, these are lies. She called Becky a lie right off the bat, and she never relented. Uh, And she stayed on the attack. Uh, And one one thing that I really like in her testimony um, is that at one point in time, they were trying to make her put down um, Nathan Wade. And her response, she didn't answer the question. She simply said, I am not going to emasculate a black man. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, this what this hearing did, it put black culture front and center, mm-hmm. uh, because I think white Americans and other Americans got an opportunity. They think they know us, but they don't, because they don't really try to get to understand us and our culture, because they're always uh, um, measuring us based upon their culture. But we do have a culture. And, and you know what? I'm going to stop you there, especially okay. on Friday when they were asked about hiding the money, you know, and the dad said, I don't mean to be racist, but it's a black thing. You know, we we all we've been putting money in the mattress, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying in the jar <laughs> for I centuries. Great grandparents did it. Yes. I, you, you know, yeah. I, I, I saw my grandparents do it when I was a kid, seven, eight years old growing up. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and so that's been in our culture for a long time, and and um, and and we generally pay by cash. You know, some of us are coming to the twenty first century, and you know, we we do things uh, with cars, but uh, you know, black people generally carry cash because you never know when somebody's gonna go monkey to monkey on you and not accept your your credit, and so. Um, you know, you, uh, you know, my wife always makes sure when I'm getting ready to leave the house, you got any cash on you. Make sure you take some cash with you, just in case you you, you run into something that you can't handle. Um, and and I was taught that in the home growing up to always have cash on you. And and apparently, Bonnie Willis' father raised her the same way. And so, the the criminal defendants who filed this motion or be fuddled because there is no uh, paper trail for them to actually bring in the court to document it. So the issue here, I'm just kind of rolling. Can I, can I just, can I just, yeah, but I I do want to, I do want to go to Vine and to leave, but go ahead and wrap with this and we're going to come back to you, but go ahead. I was was about to get on another tangent. No, let's go ahead and do this then at this point, Vine. What do you think about what what uh, Harold Michael Harvey just said? If anybody had any doubt about her, she really killed it. She showed how confident she is, that she is not scared, and she really showed why Trump was coming to because they coming at her because they're scared of her. They are scared because she is not scared of them, and they realize that she is coming at them by the law, and she's not backing yeah. down. And what, by her testifying, I think they really said, wow, we we in trouble. If yeah. she stays in this case, we in trouble. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to you, Tlaib. Tlaib, you said a couple of things via text. <laughs> 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 and, and you know what? 
I agree because we're in the south. You with some yeah, of these southern lawyers, man, they think you know this is like uh, what to kill a mockingbird. No, brother, man, be bro. out of that. I'm telling <laughs> you, Atticus Finch. Listen, that, <laughs> it felt like I was watching the color purple <laughs> when that uh, when that that scene that um, uh, Oprah Winfrey you know gets gets beat up by all the white dudes. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's my man's name? Scott Salmon, Scott Salmon, something, something or other, Simon, mm-hmm. whatever that uh, Trump's attorney. You know, first of all, how many attorneys do you all have? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It felt like there were like 24 people talking about, you know, at, at trying to ask the same question over and over again. How many, how many attorneys are there? Uh, I think there's six defendants remaining. And, okay. and there are there are actually six attorneys that some of them may have had someone else to uh, help them. Man, um, it uh, felt like there was 40. As the judge was working his way through them, trying to get their opinions, you know, I'm telling like the text, the, the text message was, I really felt like I, run, I wanted to jump through the television set, you know what I mean? And just start mm-hmm. knocking some people in their head. You know, Miss Merchant. You know, uh, you know. Uh, come on, you know. If, yeah, exactly. That's who. You know, yeah, Becky. She was. I mean, look. I mean, just the 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 whole. I I, I understand. I've been in the courtroom before. Oh. You know, I've been on the adversary of the 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 short side of the adversarial uh, prosecutor. You know the you know trying to get to the heart of things and you know looking at me and trying to you know word things certain ways and use the word hoard h o r d e to refer to money. Who does yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. Who does that? You know. So I, I, I you know to to me, um, yeah. Okay. I, all I can say is uh, there's a rapper named Plies. I don't know if you know about him, H uh, yeah. H, but. There's a the, there's a rapper named Plies P L I E S and I would encourage you to just see Plies's response to uh, Fanny <laughs> Fanny Willis because he was falling in love. He's like I, Fanny 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 Willie. <laughs> right? He's like it's funny, he's right? It's hilarious, but he's like, yo, I've never yeah. fallen in love with a woman on the stand before. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and you know, so so let's let's look at this in a couple of different ways and I'm going to try and keep it real brief. We've already discussed our feelings on how she could have how, how she could have allowed something like this to happen knowing that she was about to get all, you know, every every green laser from from snipers possible you know, and going up against this case. You Mm know, um, I'm not here to talk about, you know, matters of the heart and how after we spend all this time together, we, you know, we start feeling each other a little bit or whatever the case might be. Um, I don't think there's anything sinister going on there. So I'm not going to, that's, and I've already addressed it. So that's as far as I'm going to leave that. With what we know to be the case, um, you know, I know how much people make from contracts with the city, especially when it comes to this legal stuff. You know, Sister Gigi Price, you know, um, she, you know, as a court reporter, you know, handling all these humongous cases, you know, yeah, she was she was clocking major money, 
because that's what this takes in order to make a case happen. You know, mm-hmm. um, and if this guy had a contract for seven hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars, believe that he probably worked about a million and a half to, worth of hours. You know yeah. what I mean for mm-hmm. for the case because five other people said they didn't want it, and yeah. I don't. You know, and I'm not including I, including Governor and former Governor Roy Barnes exactly. Right. And yeah. So, yeah. so to so for, for him to be on the stand and say, "Man, I ain't want no, no parts of that, bro." Yeah, go ahead you know and sum it up. I'm gonna let you sum yeah. it up there, yeah. and and I've got one thing. I'm gonna go back to you, uh, HMH, Harold Michael Harvey. Uh, one, one of the other things, man, when you look at the Trump and I call it the Trump universe, OK, how it treats women, OK, and how women are submissive in terms of the overall plan. OK, they don't know how to handle a black woman who's independent like Fani, OK, because most of the women who are in their camp are merely following orders, you know, even when it's in there. I mean, and, and you and I have had this conversation Harold Michael Harvey about when it when it even when it's in it, it's against their interest. You know, mm-hmm. um, we talk about just going back in history to slavery when you had the slave master and and the woman the the, the white female would always submit to her husband, no matter how egregious the behavior was to the slave population. So it, it's amazing because they just don't know how to handle her. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's even going to the next thing we're going to talk about. Tish James up in New York. Mm-hmm. Go ahead on that. <laughs> Over $300 million. I'm going to let you go ahead and, and do a quick summary on it, Harold Michael Harvey. That was, and this happened again this week as we tape. Um, I don't think anyone was surprised. I wasn't surprised by the verdict. Were mm-hmm. you surprised, Harold Michael Harvey? No, not as the case that unfolded. Uh, I wasn't, you know, clearly the evidence established, you know, that he had uh, inflated his properties in order to, um, um, you know, garner loans on the, on those properties and that his um, financial wealth was built upon lies that he had told to financial institutions in order to borrow money for them. And he's still um, doing it. You know, so, so, so today... As of yesterday, uh, Donald J. Trump is a criminal. Fr- well, that wasn't a criminal case. He's a fraud, a financial fraudster. He has he has, it has been declared that he has defrauded financial institutions in New York. And when you defraud financial institutions in New York, it's the largest financial uh, center in the world. So there goes the world. If if that market crashes. Because you've got people coming in fraudulently obtaining loans from them, then you know economies, um, financial institutions throughout the world will begin to fall. So it's a very important, significant case. The amount of money that the court uh, says that that he has to um, uh, give back uh, to the government is tremendous. I think what three hundred and fifty-five uh, million dollars. Um, you, you know, he's going to be, I don't know, some uh, pundits say he's going to be hard pressed to come up with that type of money because his wealth never has been in the range in which he has claimed his wealth to be. You mm-hmm. know, so um, Letitia James um, was, um, she she um, withstood the threats, the taunts, 
the uh, ugly uh, language from Trump. Her family was doxxed. That's right. In terms of, you know, all their personal information being put out in the public. Uh, yeah. and, and essentially, that's what he, they've done with this hearing on Fonnie Willis. We know more about Fonnie Willis than any of us on um, listening to this podcast have any business knowing. Yep. Right. Period. You, you know, um, I wish I didn't know. I, 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 I love her still, because even though I know these things, you know, I have I don't lose any respect for. In fact, I gain respect by knowing, but I have no business knowing. And and that is what happens in Trump world. When you go against him, he has done it <laughs> for decades. He has ruined people for decades who uh, had a willingness to stand up to him. But there's one thing he has never had to confront, and that is a strong black woman. And I'm telling you. I've been married to one for 43 years. Strong <laughs> yeah. black women do not play. Yeah. You know, um, they they'll don't get forget. after you. Huh? And they don't forget nothing. And they don't forget. Yeah. And, and you know, so um, listening to Fonnie on Friday, I said what my grandmama would say in a situation like this. Donald Trump just tore his pants because he, he is angered. He is no, he, he, as, as I like to always say, he unleashed the Kraken. It it, it's, it's, it's just. I mean, they better, they better pray it works in their favor because if it doesn't, it. I mean, she going out. I'm a, Yeah, I'm going to you to leave, and then uh, first, and then you by this time, real quick. Uh, just thoughts on on what happened in New York, man. Fair. More than fair. Come on. I mean. <laughs> Look, man. <laughs> I'm just asking. I said, as a, as, a, as a former New Yorker, I've been tired of Donald Trump for a long time, <laughs> and didn't get the fascination of why everybody wanted to put this guy in their TV shows and movies. I thought he was whack. Uh, he's been whack. And that rap and the he's rap been, songs, right? But see, I can understand. You know, look, I can understand why he's there, but at the same yeah. time, it's like, come on, y'all. Yeah, you know yeah. this guy is—he's been a brand since then, and yeah. that's and and it's it's all been inflated. Yeah. So let's yeah. let's finally realize who this clown is and leave him alone. Mm -hmm. So true. Go to you, Vi. No, he got what he got. I don't think mm -hmm. they—I don't think they really gonna get that money out of him because I don't think he have it. So he's gonna peel it to death. Oh yeah, well, no, that's he, my point. He's gonna peel it he, to death. So he, I mean, he has buildings, but Vi, he has buildings. And mm -hmm. the government can actually attach those those buildings and labor and force a sale and collect the money that way. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I was hearing, I was hearing, Mike, I was, I was hearing uh, Vod and that uh, you know for Michael Cohen because Michael Cohen, if you know, is getting ready for the Stormy Daniels case in New York mm -hmm. too. So that's, yeah, that's next. Gonna a, he's going to lose that one too. But yeah, uh, so, <laughs> but, but my point is, Cohen, Cohen is saying it's it's all about right now for him. Uh, it's going to be about liquidating assets. But the other thing that, and, and, I, and I'll throw it back to you, Vi, the other thing that concerns, should concern Republican voters, GOP, is the money that should be used promoting the campaign in the general election is being used for his legal battle. Does it, I mean, you get what I'm saying. I love uh, it. Oh, yeah. So, so you don't, you're not going to see much, I, I don't think, in the way or on the level of what Biden's going to do in the general election because most of Trump's money is going toward legal, the Correct. legal battle. Mm -hmm. Anything, any last things on this? Well, I 
we knew he was going to lose. We just didn't know how much they're going to get. Because, like they said, the judge already made the decision that he was guilty. He was just hearing yeah, yeah. the, the cake to see how much money they're going to charge him for. So, my mm-hmm. thing is, did it really change anything? You know, I think, I think, Vi, let me, let me say, I think it adds up. You got to keep in mind, I mean, when, when you look at the, uh, the sexual assault said. case, it's all adding up. And again, it, it goes, is it, it really but, but let me say, yeah, let me say this though, Vi, it goes toward pulling money away from what should be used on their strategy in the general election. These primaries really don't matter. The Republican primary, they already know, but he's got to spend, he's going to have to spend money against Biden got a ton of money. He got a I war make, I hear what you're saying. I'm saying, does it, yeah. is it really changing the people mad about him? But see, understand this, Vi, you've got the MAGA people. Right. They, they're dug in. Yeah. You've got, in. you've got, you've, you got the left. They're dug in. Dug in. What really, what really matters in 2024, independent voters. Mm-hmm. Okay. You've got people, believe it or so not. That's, so that's what we count you, on, the independent voters. Well, to sway. So my point is, you're not going to sway the independent voters if you don't have any money because all your money is going toward legal. Okay. Well, I, I got it. I understand. I just have. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm gonna wait and see on this. Cause see, the money. The money. They Trump don't need to spend any money on the MAGA people. No, he don't. And he knows. He knows he doesn't have any. He got. A, I mean, he well, got he a chance to show his true color to the MAGA people, and they still love him. He said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said. He said they're gonna get a wall. Mm-hmm. Get a wall. Then they, they found that his people is actually taking the money for the wall for their own person's person, and they still want it. So my point yeah. is, yeah, I mean, I've always considered him a crook and fraudulent, but that's me. I want <laughs> people who did did he change in the people's mind by who thought he was God. But you think, Vi, you're from the, you know we're like to leave, and I have family from New York, right? Okay, so we've always talked about why, yeah, why did lifting this guy up and, and what what cemented it for me was the central park five when he put that ad out was it the new york times yeah, i forgot yeah, which yeah, newspaper yeah, he put yeah. that full page ad out you know he lost me completely so people will ask me says why, why not you why don't you consider i said I, I i'll never consider him right you know i i'll, right. I'll never consider him. You know, because he lost, he lost, he lost me a long time ago. Even for people in New York, go back to the the uh, the housing discrimination cases that were against his dad. Right. You know, but the Central Park Five situation will always be salty. Yeah. Will always be leave a. It left a bad taste in my mouth that I'll never get rid of. And it's hard for me, even you know, with the GOP. Uh, when we'll get to it toward the end of the show Mm -hmm. when we have these shootings people say well why can't you consider i can't consider the gop because shoot these shootings happen it just reminds me where i shouldn't be right because they are holding up any forward progress we can have on getting rid of these assault rifles okay so when people ask me well you know why can't no i'm not i can't consider that because they're on the wrong side of history. I'm going to go back to you, uh, Harold Michael Harvey. And um, and then I just I want to do a quick... Well, you had something, Talib? Go ahead. Um, I just think that one of the, 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 one of the lines that came out of this trial was that, you know, when, they, when it was said something to the effect of that the Trump family 
had a lack of remorse that borders on pathological. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yep. you know, to hey, know. Hey, say it, say, it, say it loud for the people in the back, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. A lack of remorse that borders on pathological, which means that I don't care. You know, if, if nothing says that I don't really, it's all about me and mine, there's nothing more than that. Like, yeah. why would you want that as the type of person that's leading your country? You don't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what that, I'm going to go back to you. Yeah. Go, I'm going to go back to you, Harold Michael Harvey, and then uh, Vama start with you on the, the big takeaway for the week. Okay. Okay. Harold Michael Harvey, last last thing on this. Um, New York. Oh, New York. Oh, I, I, or just overall. Just overall. Just okay. overall. Doesn't matter. What I like to do is uh, sort of parse uh, this motion that was filed against Sonny Willis to disqualify her. And so there are two, there are two, the improper relationship is out the window because you could have a relationship in that situation. So, so there's an issue of whether or not she received some financial benefit as a result of the contract that Nathan Wade had. And so they brought in two witnesses. So key to establishing that on, on the side of the defense is when did the relationship start? Um, th they both said the relationship started uh, just prior to the indictment coming out. But the, the, the criminal defendants, they brought in a disgruntled uh, employee right, who right. was a friend of Fonnie Willis uh, that Fonnie met in college when she was in undergraduate school at Howard. And the friend who lived in Maryland went to a school in the D.C., another school in that D.C., uh, Maryland area. But they partied together on weekends. That's how she met her. Hadn't seen her in over 30 years. And about seven or eight years ago, she ran into her in Atlanta. And lo and behold, she becomes district attorney. And she offers the friend a job. The friend was written up several times for poor job performance. And the in, for job performance, uh, according to uh, you know the uh, district attorney's office didn't improve, so Fonnie had to let her go. And the woman hasn't spoken to Fonnie since. This lady testified that she saw a uh, Wade and Willis at a condo that she had um, sublet to Willis when Willis had to leave her home because of the uh, threats that was made on her life. Um, she, she says that uh, she saw them hugging, uh, kissing, showing affection to one another in 2019. You know, Willis and Wade said a relationship starts sometimes in 21. Um, and so, but, but the district attorney's office was able, in my mind, to uh, discredit this woman's testimony because she had an axe to grind. So yeah. I think I think the judge is going to ultimately determine that her testimony was not credible. The second witness was a law partner, Mr. Bradley, Attorney Bradley, a former law partner of uh, Nathan Wade. And that law partner had to leave the relationship, the business relationship, because there was some allegation that he had um, either sexually assaulted a, a an employee of the firm or attempted to sexually assault 
a, an employee at the firm at a bar that they had gone to after work hours. Um, and so he has an axe to grind. So the, the two witnesses that that the criminal defendants brought to court to establish that this relationship started before the contract um, started before the indictment mm-hmm. were discredited. Yeah, yeah. And they, I, they I kind of think that the judge has to not. He can't. I don't see how he can find either one of them as credible witnesses. The the disgruntled employee for for the district attorney's office didn't give any specifics of um, where this hugging and kissing took place. Mm-hmm. So, uh, some event just said that those type of things happened, and that was her observation of that they were in a relationship prior to um, uh, 21. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, so, so, so I think, uh, so, so that those are the legal issues that the judge will sort of have to wrestle uh, with this coming week after he gets through all the motions that the criminal defendants attorneys, um, you know, at least the objections that they file for the admission uh, of certain evidence. Good stuff. Good stuff. And we'll, we'll definitely uh, stay on top of it and, and, and follow up with it next week. All right, y'all, final thoughts, uh, big takeaways, whatever. Uh, start with you, Vi. Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, my orange guy. He's, I don't understand how people can want this guy can be the president, even though he did not serve the country. It's like he has no respect for anybody who did serve the country. Hmm. He thinks when you go deployed that – you're a fool if you go over there and fight for your country. So if we don't go, who goes? Yeah. He acts like the freedom that he got, he was born with it. It was fought for. And why would you want to make this man the leader of our country? He don't believe in that. He man. believes the country can be win in a boardroom. He really believes that. And he also believes America can stand on their own, that we don't need nobody. So why would you want that man the leader of your country? So he would actually turn it turn his backs on anybody. So that's yeah. what we want. I mean, everybody should see that. I've said that many times before. Why would you want a president of your country to be selfish? He would throw his wife, his kid under the bus. Or he would use him as a shield to protect himself as long as he come out clean. So no. This man just keeps yeah. showing us why he shouldn't be in office. So Yeah, and, I, and I'm going to mention this vibe, and, and we're going to move on to Tlaib. Uh, Nikki Haley, her husband right. was deployed. That's, That's how that away. came up. This yeah, man, and the other thing, yeah, lady, the other yeah. thing you mentioned yeah. was uh, the uh, NATO. That's the, my big uh, takeaway. Nikki Haley's husband is overseas, serving his country, mm-hmm. and he wants to say, I don't know what he said, but clearly it was not polite. It was uncalled no. for, and no yeah. one is castizing him besides Nikki Haley. And it's not so, the first time he's done it. That's my he point does, exactly. He does it all the time. He does every, it all the time. Every opportunity. Oh, you're a chump. And then we get caught up on. He said, "No, nah, I didn't mean it that way, dude. You can't uh, keep saying that." He is. He's and always going to be the leader. Yeah. And we're going to make him the leader of the country. No. Yeah. So yeah. no, I can't. I just can't. I can't, right. be gonna, you, I can't be. I can't be. I'm going to go to you today. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Mm. No, you. I, I, look, hey, let me say this, y'all. Vi's <laughs> in the military, so, so he. Got, I mean, I, I, I'm cutting him off before he gets emotional because he ain't gonna stop, right? Because he pissed. 
<laughs> no, I appreciate right. you though, right. Bob. For real, for real, man. I mean, right. you know, for you, it's emotional. Yeah, it because is. You, you know, after twenty years serving in, in the army in the military, you know what it means. Yeah, but it like I tell be. my kids all the way, freedom ain't free. It ain't free. No. Yeah. Listen, it ain't free. You know, I, I I say this all the time, but I don't think that there should be a commander in chief who hasn't served. You know hmm. what I mean? Because it's like, yo, man, how are you going to send somebody and you don't know what the hell is going on? We wouldn't have had Obama. So what, <laughs> that, what you mean, what I you don't mean? necessarily agree with that. <laughs> Wait a <laughs> minute. Is that a problem? <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, you know God. I, mean? I don't agree with that. Don't get started, Mr. Hart. I mean, you got, <laughs> some, you you got some military you people who, who are too military. So. You wouldn't have had Clinton. You wouldn't have had Clinton. You wouldn't have had Bush Jr. So it would have eliminated. You would go down the list. But what you got to yeah. What's your big take? Um, I'm well, not sure Nixon served. No, nah, I don't think he did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think Nixon served. <laughs> you wiping out all the presidents. So, yeah. <laughs> you, know, but, I mean, um, you know, I want to just, um, my big takeaway of the week is a new segment that I want to call the Middle Finger of the Week Award. Um, oh, Lord. And this one, this one is given to people who are giving middle fingers to others. Because uh, Putin, this week, you know, and the the the, the so-called um, assassination or mysterious death of uh, Alexei Navalny, you know, who's been you know in a what been locked up since twenty one, but you know his death, mysterious circumstances, right after Tucker Carlson, the only one question that uh, that Tucker Carlson uh, gave to Putin when he was doing the interview that made Putin even kind of squirm a little bit it was eliminated a couple of days later it's like you don't know who you're playing with you know you these people are playing with putin and putin's like i don't really give a damn right now actually since you just asked about him watch this <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean yeah. and it's like yo would would that have happened would he have gotten rid of him like that in this time frame if tucker yeah. carlson hadn't given him this softball interview yeah, you know what I mean. It's like, yo, man, I'm telling you, these folks are not playing with us right now. You yeah. know, so and, true. And we gotta, we have to be, we have to be more cognizant of this. With this Palestine thing, we're really not looking good. Uh, Russia, we're really not looking good. I mean, you know, in the, with this, you know, in the Ukraine, in terms of us siding with Ukraine, I'm like, yo, man, what? what and Iran, and now Israel is bombing Yemen. Yeah. I mean, um, um, Lebanon. Come on, man. This. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Well, my my big. Yeah. Should I should I just defer my time? How do you how do you do it in Congress? Defer nah, my time back to Vi. Because clearly he was not finished. Even. <laughs> he was not finished giving it to the orange man. <laughs> Appreciate. Hey, thank you for your service, Vi. On the real, man. Ooh, On the real. Because he was not finished giving it to Trump. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> we know where that vote's going. <laughs> Boy, <they're right. laughs> hey, y'all, let me say, man, uh, really, prayers, man, go out to the folks at, at you know, we're in the ATL. You, you know, I'm near the ATL, but I grew up in the ATL. May is high school, man. The shooting in yeah. the parking lot, man, and, and, and multiple shootings really happening across yeah. these school systems. And And let me tell you, Michigan just had the situation go down where they are trying the parents. Yeah. 
one has already been given about 20 years the father's coming up he's going to be given probably the same or more this is what we need to be doing i'm gonna be very clear if if you really want to put a stop to this start trying the guardians the parents i know the civil liberties union aclu may not like that but these kids somehow are getting support which allows them to go out and get guns the parents know about it a lot of these kids i mean it, it goes even to middle school so i'm gonna say you know again thought my prayers i hate to say thoughts and prayers man but really and truly for the folks at Mays uh and some of the mm -hmm. other high schools and and you know middle schools where these guns are popping up start trying start bringing these parents start holding these parents accountable i i i, I tell you this michigan case is going to change the game as far as these school shootings okay go back to you real quick harold michael harvey um but uh but i do want to say thanks to, for coming on today and um one thing i want to mention before we close uh we're going to be doing a book giveaway uh beginning in march and um i don't know i don't want to it's not a stump the stump the news crew stump the fellas so fellas we're going to give it give it a name but the name of the book uh that you're actually uh give we're getting autograph from you go ahead and just a little bit about it just a, just a little summary one line summary uh let people know what what we're going to be giving away in march uh the title of the book is watch night and it is a 160 year history of the church that i grew up in bethel christian Methodist Episcopal church um but but practically every southern church um in, in the southeast united states uh, got their origins on January the 1st, 1863, when mm -hmm. they stayed up and prayed and um, fasted all night, uh, wondering what was going to happen uh, when daybreak came, where the, the, the Klan, well, they didn't have Klan in that day, but would the um, Confederates come in and really try to hold them down and keep them in prison? Whether yeah. the slave master would rather see them free or rather to see them dead before he see them free. And so they came and they worshiped. And so I, I uh, follow that trek uh from the church that i grew up in uh but it is a similar story and you will you will meet characters that influence my life and they will be so similar to people who influence your lives too although we weren't in the same community so uh and it just it's very historical because we talk about the time period uh, i have in that story articles from the macon telegraph in 1860 Five, uh, how they talked about um, um, well basically there was a pandemic or epidemic in in the black community right after uh, slavery uh, which almost wiped out uh, the entire population of black people in Macon Bibb County at that point in time so, okay. so so although it's about this particular church it's, it's about all of our collective history and mm -hmm. if you ever read any of my books my books are, 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 are vignettes of our collective histories. I may be talking about something that is personal, that has been personal in my life, but it all, it, but it all uh, contains our collective uh, history trying to get from slavery to freedom. Appreciate you, though. And, and we'll start giving those away in March. Uh, we'll have all the information online and on the website so uh, again go to castropolis.net love your thoughts as well 
uh, choose the people poll. You can leave us a voice message and I'll play back the best. But uh, again, beginning in, in March, watch night, uh, we'll start giving those away. Thank you, Harold Michael Harvey. Thank you so much for being on, man. Let me let me give you your uh, your, your applause. Thank you, sir. Like yes, <laughs> free Palestine. Yeah. Should, <laughs> and should we we should, should we defer some more time back to Vava? Are you all right? Check I'm it good. on. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> okay. All right, y'all. Hey, thank you so much, and uh, we'll take a break, and we'll come back with Tanya B and the T. Appreciate y'all. Thank you, sir. Hey, man. Peace out. time for tea it's your girl tanya b so get your cups and spoons ready and get ready now first we have to start at saying rest in peace to edeline debarge she is the matriarch of all them singing debarges and switch members and chico and randy and james and all of them she had been suffering from dementia for quite a while so may she rest in peace also want to send our condolences to snoop dogg now you know last month his daughter had a stroke and a couple of days ago, he just lost his brother. So prayers and love and light up to him and especially to the people of Kansas City. All those people that got shot. We lost our radio colleague, DJ Lisa Lopez Govan. Also, her cousin got shot. It was supposed to be a glorious day and it ended up being anything but that. And I'm just going to say this and keep it moving, Tommy B. Juveniles should be charged as adults. And again, I asked, where the parents? Okay. <laughs> now, uh, inquiring minds want to know, does Travis Kelsey have an alcohol problem? Do you know, Tommy B, he was so drunk at that Super Bowl parade, he could not even talk, and it's not the first time this has happened. Is he bad for the brand that we know as Taylor Swift? Time will tell. We all know Usher set a Super Bowl record last week. More people watch Usher in the halftime than watch the man land on the moon. Usher got married. His tour is sold out. And uh, he's doing this uh, show about black love. I just got this to say, Usher, you've been married three times. I don't have many girlfriends, baby mamas, kids, all of that. And then he's talking about Chili from TLC broke his heart because he proposed to her and she said no. Could it be that he was uh, a serial cheater? Allegedly, we will have to see black love. All right, Usher. Everybody knows Beyonce shook the table with this country music. But she has once again made history as the first black female to top a music streaming country music chart. So, hey, as Jay-Z said, I tell the truth when I get nervous. <laughs> also, you know, I'm still wondering. We got to go vote, Tommy B. 2024 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Who you got? Mariah, Mary J. Blige, Tribe Called Quest, Eric B. and Rakim, Cool in the Gang, or Sade. And got to give Cher 5 on it because she said, don't put me in there because if you do, I'm still not going to show up. 
More trouble for Russell Simmons. Mm-hmm. A former Def Jam music video producer alleges that he sexually harassed her to the point of depression, anxiety, and almost ruined her career. He has made zero apologies. He just said he did some thoughtless things back in the day. You think, Russell? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, we know Tyler Perry still has this deal with Netflix and BET, but I just want to know, why are you bringing back Medea? Yes, there's turmoil in the world, Tyler, but can you make us laugh another way? Inquiring minds also want to know what happened to Kelly Rowland when she was supposed to co-host the Today Show a couple days ago. <laughs> Nothing. She gone. They tried to make her dressing room and say, yo, here you go, Kelly. It was a glorified broom closet. She deserves better. And to that, she said, uh, uh-uh. But I'm saying, mm-hmm. To Kelly starring in Tyler Perry's Mia Culpa, it comes out in a couple of weeks. Now, Tommy B., there's some people we just don't talk about. And I'm, I have started the We Tired of Y'all class of 2024. Who's leading? I'm going to tell you. Monique, Kanye and his titanium teeth, the Michael Jackson estate. Y'all better stop underestimating Mama Catherine Jackson. She from Gary. She going to buck up and mollywop everybody. We are also tired of Tyrese and his 48-hour breakups with the girlfriend for clickbait. And we are also tired of Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan. I'm just saying. But I got to say this, Tommy B. I know I said we don't talk about Kanye. To see him get kicked out of the Super Bowl for being too close to Taylor Swift and trying to get on camera, five on it. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. Now, you know, Billy D. Williams is out here promoting this book. Um, he's got coming out. He's 86 years young. It's a grueling tour. Now, he said things like Marlon Brando hit on him. He also said that he would was a serial cheater do you know usher he also said he was involved in some threesomes and that uh his last marriage was an open marriage but what he also talked about was how sparks did fly both times he made movies with diana ross but you know barry goody was all up in the kool-aid photo bombing all up in the video like "Uh -uh uh-uh-uh not with my baby mama although he denied it at the time i'm just saying I'm just saying. All right, now, Law, I got one more thing. We got to lay somebody else on the altar. Bow Wow. Came out as a little Bow Wow, cute, talented, you know, co-signed by Snoop Dogg. Then he got into all this mess with all these baby mamas and all these kids. And he, um, I hope he can get it back together. I really enjoyed him in that show, CBS Cyber, although it didn't last. But he was not hospitalized for exhaustion and dehydration. He was hooked on that lean, Tommy B. He was hooked on that lean. That's all I got. Don't forget check us out each and every day on youtube like subscribe share and you can catch the bird wire right here on castropolis.net on demand 24 7 just go to castropolis.net click on the icon but thank you all for supporting this is the g podcast i'm tanya b thanks to tanya b vi talib author and political analyst harold michael harvey thanks to the crew millennial nick lady J, regia Music by K-Dub, all those who help us make it happen every single week. And uh, starting the first episode in March, y'all, the Newsmaker Trivia begins. We need contestants. Go to castropolis.net to sign up. You'll win an autographed copy of the new book from author Harold Michael Harvey. But you got to get two out of three right, okay? So uh, the new book is Watch Night. Sign up at castropolis.net and get the details. Subscribe, turn on notifications for all our new episodes, y'all. And with that... Episode 213 is in the can. Have a great week. Peace and power to the people. You've been listening to This is the G Podcast. This is the G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.